the masterful performance of Mayor Pete Buttigieg in his Senate confirmation hearing this morning. Did you hear Poot be to judge. Poot be to judge. Poot be to judge. Beautiful face. <laughs> Come on, man. Speaking of speaking of sweet, beautiful faces, have you heard? Have you seen the new Ghostbusters? Okay, character? I've seen this everywhere, and I didn't know where it came from. So I'm excited to learn because <laughs> people Go- have just been using it as a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife reveals Muncher. One of the film's new ghost characters, and yeah, you this have just, this. You, you have this in our notes under the heading "Here's me," and I just want to say, same. Yeah, same, tbh. I've never felt more seen in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, he's blue. He's big. He's blue. He's, he's bulbous. He's bulbous. He's wrinkly. He's a he's he, a large lad. He's a very large lad. He, He's basically, and he's making like almost a soy face. He's making a bit of a soy face, but he has the wrinkles that convey that he's like, um, you know, he he's experienced quite a lot of profound disappointments in his life. Yeah, he's just pre- he's just he's just awaiting death. This is just, yeah, he's he's been fully glitchified. This is the yeah. end result. This is what you become. <laughs> this you is know? what yeah. This is what, this is the road we're all headed toward, and yeah. I'm glad. That someone created like, this. Like, not only has his brain become smooth, his entire being has become smooth. <laughs> yeah, smooth everywhere. Uh, um, yeah, this is, this is what I'm going to look like if I keep eating the thing I've been eating. I wanted to share this new creation oh, please, with yeah, you. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it the soy riso scramble. A soy riso? Soy riso. So, like, um, the other day I wanted to get a bunch of chorizo. I was like, I haven't been having enough chorizo in my life. Right. So I, I a common ordered, problem. I ordered some chorizo, but like they only had the soy chorizo. And I was like, that's fine. Um, I've never had it, but you know, chorizo is basically like a, a spice delivery vehicle and like maybe a little right. bit of texture. Indeed. Yeah. But whether it's meat or not, probably. And you know what? Turns out soy chorizo is great. One of those it things is, where yeah, I've I've had it as well. It's 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 you know it's the, fine. The ve- it works. The vegan it does what it needs to do. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm doing is what I'm doing is I'm I'm heating up a pan with uh, some oil. <laughs> this is another new thing, which is for me, which is frying eggs in oil, like scrambled eggs in oil. Mm. Um, usually I used to do butter in a nonstick skillet, but now I'm doing them in oil, and you 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 stir them around in the oil, and they sort of absorb some of the oil. And it makes them a lot more fluffy and then the flavor seems to be better. So I don't know. That's a new technology. What I'm doing is instead of just heating the oil, I'm heating the chorizo in the oil so that all the spices and flavors infuse mm-hmm. the oil. And then I cook the eggs in that, some scrambled eggs, and then I serve them on top of uh, some hash browns that I, well, that I this, cook, like this shredded hash This does sound browns. good. It, it- it sounds very similar to my routine that I've been doing lately, which is hash browns, eggs, uh, some bacon, and a little bit of cheese. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. the cheese. Yeah, I put cheese on top of the eggs, too. Oh, yeah, you, oh, you gotta yeah. have cheese. Gotta cheese have for cheese. breakfast is, is you know, <laughs> listen, listen. Well. I love and- Olive Garden. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I had pretty much close to Olive Garden for, for breakfast. I had a Little Caesars Crazy Bread. So... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was basically my breakfast. So this explains why I'm becoming the muncher. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me. Uh, so um, we'll talk about the inauguration a little later, but but Biden is now the president. Um, breaking news, if you didn't. Uh, you know, Clap if, for if that, you, you stupid bastard. <laughs> I say, if you haven't heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, Biden has now been become the president. Yeah. <laughs> he, There's a moment I am going had... to become the president. <laughs> <laughs> uh and he he released as presidents do, they do day one, you know, <clears throat> uh, things, yeah. executive orders usually. And so he signed an executive order that sort of undid a lot of things that Trump did with regards to like um, you know, discrimination based on gender identity and basically being able to fire people because they're trans and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Biden rolled that all back and, and boy, did the turfs get mad. Uh-oh. It was kind of delightful because they got very mad. <laughs> wow. Uh, one here, a tweet that says, I am so happy that Biden won and Trump lost, but this is terrible. <laughs> and so, someone replied to that and said, well, you could just vote for the Republican next time like you always wanted to. Oh, Um, got him. Yeah. On day one, Biden unilaterally eviscerates women's sports, (laughs) which is not true. It's funny. The the framing of this is just extremely tactical. Um, The the worst is from uh, this. The tweet, all these tweets originated from this account, Women's Lib Front, which is this organization, which I did a deep dive into. It's extremely bleak. I do not recommend doing a deep dive into it because my brain is permanently damaged now. This um, is part of the thing about you and me having this 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 problem, this character flaw. We have a sort of obligation. To yeah. <laughs> deep dive. <laughs> yeah, these yeah, people su- su- seem insane. Suffice to say. Yeah, suffice to say the Women's Lib Front has a a uh, a media style guide for reporting on trans issues. And folks, it's not good. I got to be honest. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, this is um, a tweet from Matt Lubchansky, who is trans. It says, Turf Universe having their own miniature QAnon style collapse as their powerful godhead is also replaced. And he said, they say, it's so funny to me that there's a little turf internet just out there spinning their stupid little wheels every day. Go watch a movie or something. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Which is truly, and those of our listeners who are in the UK and on Twitter will, will be aware that uh, the UK is awash in transphobia. It's, it's kind of something about like the that media, island. The me- yeah, it's turf island. The media loves doing um transphobia and demonizing trans people it's kind of remarkable i'll say that you know um these folks on twitter uh uh this last week who were complaining about biden stuff didn't really get a lot of play and that's because this stuff doesn't really play in the u.s at least compared to the uk not to say that there obviously aren't a lot of difficulties barriers and hurdles for trans people but uh we do seem my observation is we do seem to be better than the uk in that regard um, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and you know we we're really, not we're not huge on picking fights with the uh, marginalized you know in general right it's just kind of yeah. like we we've at least culturally uh, you know a little bit crossed that yeah that well i think you know i just don't think quite that many people care as deeply yeah. as they seem to do in the uk <laughs> yeah i so, mean i don't know it, it, that's just how the u.s is like institutionally it's going to be just as hardcore if not more you know or right. or even worse but then the cultural side is different it's very strange mm-hmm. um but this is like this is why the the only the you know the good the good britons people mm-hmm. like gerald stratford 
yeah. are are why we stand them because because he picked up a football, he picked up a a, a Swede as they call them or a rutabaga, um, right? And he's just he doesn't care. He's he doesn't care to tweet about gender. He, do, he he's just yeah. Growing he's the large only unproblematic veg. Brit because he found a hobby. As we've as yeah. we've been saying, pick up pick up a football or you know yeah. pick up a trowel in this case. <laughs> get to digging. Yeah. Grow yourself some big veg instead of logging on and tweeting about genders. It's, you know. I think you'll, that's you'll, really you'll, what it you'll comes be much down happier to. Is, in life, <laughs> I think a lot of people have really gone insane during COVID because it's it's Absolutely, more difficult yeah. to do hobbies. Um, mm-hmm. Or people who had hobbies. It's a lot of people them. complaining that they're losing their same sex or, you know, their single sex spaces. And I would simply say, you're at home. You have a, a wonderful single sex space all to <laughs> yeah. yourself. Calm down. Yeah. All to yourself. You don't, doesn't have to involve anybody. And yeah. I, you see, you see this kind of craziness coming out. Something I like to do because uh, I'm a broken human being is to mm. monitor the local letters to the editor. This is, um, uh, we, we're going to have to deep dive into our own problems with deep dive. No, wait, crap. No, that, <laughs> no, <laughs> ah, oh! no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh you know uh, we we've both talked about how we love the the trillbilly worker parties podcast yes um, oh and i want to before we go in i want to shout out their uh episode their most recent uh, uh free episode is very good and i feel like a sort of great distillation of the problems we continue to face despite uh uh entering into a new administration yeah i think uh I think their commentary most most mirrors my lived experience. Yeah, so, well, that's because they don't live; they're not coastal elites, you know. Right? They live, they in, live in real. America. They live in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they do something where they read from a local uh, newspaper, the, the Mountain Evil mm-hmm. letters, and I was like, maybe I should do that for my uh, high desert. Uh, California uh, you- local newspaper, we which is called the the Victor Valley Daily Press, but we call it the Daily Mess around here. Oh, very good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we gonna say? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I want you know to sort of emphasize here. So they they read pieces on Trillbillies from the Mountain Eagle, and to emphasize. Um, you know, the sort of state of affairs they find themselves in, the sort of rural backwater that they live yeah. in. The Mountain Eagle doesn't even have a proper like domain email address. You send your emails to mtneagle at bellsouth.net. It's so- <laughs> yeah. some guy's email address. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. love it. It's very... <laughs> It's very good. I just feel like that's just like, yep, exactly what I Something, expect. I mean, I, I was really pleased when uh, on one of the recent episodes of the bad faith podcast this is this uh, this episode is us just talking about other podcasts but uh they had uh local other podcasts organ- which are better than ours yeah <laughs> they had local organizer uh tony boswell on there uh he's uh he's on, on yet Death another Cult. podcast <laughs> yeah and uh he he described the inland empire like i do like the detroit of uh california so like oh congratulations uh, these yeah these are gonna give you the so we both what that that is to say that we both live in interesting areas um yeah, th- yeah. this this is just gonna give you some some flavor of what the locals are caring about so this mm-hmm. letter is titled critical thinking and it's from uh oh i love this already <laughs> it's uh it's just one sentence so short and sweet it appears that many of the people submitting letters to the editor seriously need to take a critical thinking class and use it. 
Critical thinking is an absolute necessity in this day and age. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, reader. <laughs> this is very helpful. I hadn't. We go about now it. to LeVar Burton reading Goodnight Moon. <laughs> now, <laughs> this one's a, this one's a little longer, um, but I think it really does paint a picture of what mm. people here are concerned about. Uh, big tech has violated our right to free speech. Not only the presidents, others too. It's going to be a dark future for our country because Georgia sold out our country for a lousy $2,000 check. Already the D.C. mayor is calling for statehood. This is the woman who allowed BLM to set fire to buildings and beat those who were guarding the White House until they were all bloody. I saw it, but some of you didn't because the mainstream media edits it out like they edit out Trump condemning all the white racists. It's the video Biden used over and over to call Trump a racist, and it was a lie. We need to take 230 protection away from these tech companies. The Senate was supposed to work on this, but they are a bunch of cowards. Uh, <laughs> I won't go Do you on more, but that? she goes on, she goes on, but then she ends with a, I don't think that you will print this because our country has slid into an era of communism. <laughs> which is yes. that's one of yes. that's one of my yes. favorite yes. brands yes. of daily mess uh letters is the ones that you say won't you print won't this. print this and then they print it it reminds me of the old facebook posts that, that are like 98 percent of people won't repost <laughs> this and you're like i'm seeing it literally everywhere <laughs> this is all i see on this whole site um this person this person uh uh, this this one's titled African American, so oh boy, oh, buckle up! Wow. Guaranteed to get it. <laughs> yeah, Kamala Harris is referred to as "quote unquote" African American. Mm. I've always thought that the term African American referred to someone who has a parent of African descent and one of American ancestry. Harris has roots in India and Jamaica. African American is a misnomer in this case. Woman of color would seem more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm not trying to dox this person but they are a public figure so mm. i don't feel that bad this is from ann minor who lives in mm. my hometown apple valley um mm. <clears throat> and she's a, a a published uh author hmm. she's a hmm. freelance writer speaker and workshop leader she she writes a column to local newspaper to educate the public on parkinson's disease um, she served on the boards of the High Desert Branch of the California Writers Club, Southern California Conference on Prayer and Healing, and Supporting Women in Ministry, SWIM. Uh, uh, well, uh, bad news for uh, Anne. Uh, that is not, in fact, what African-American means. Um, <laughs> it's just such a weird thing for her to... Yeah. To somebody who wrote the book uh, "Bugs in the Baptismal," it's sort of she's sort of it's interesting though. She sort of backed into being woke though, because she's like, "Oh, yeah. we shouldn't call her African American." I'm like, "Oh boy, where's this going? We should call yeah. her woman of color instead." It's like, okay, I mean that okay. works too. Okay, <laughs> what this is the strange sort of For thing. You. Like, this is why when people who like live in New York or uh, San Francisco yeah. try to describe like conservatives, I'm always this like. Is Oh, this is why the New York Times them. is constantly interviewing Trump voters. They cannot understand. They just they can't, can't. They keep talking and they can't understand. <clears throat> Here's a local issue that's really important. This mm. is titled Goodbye Marie Calendars. Oh. Um, Gabagool. Yeah, th mm. This fellow's really upset. I'm really going to miss those delicious pies. 
My wife and I enjoyed dying at Maria Callender's. Their pot roast and turkey meals were always great. Unfortunately, generational changes were its downfall. Younger generations viewed the restaurant chains as an quote-unquote old person's eating place. It was a beautiful building. They don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> I'm sure the new Chick-fil-A replacing it will do just fine. Still going to miss those pies. <laughs> Still going to miss the, Thinking about those pies. <laughs> thinking about those pies. It was a beautiful building. Uh, the author of that letter like is correct. I, I do think of Marie Callender's as old person food. Yeah, definitely. I don't is. think I could eat an entire pot pie. I think I would get full like three bites in. It sounds very heavy. <laughs> it's just like of all the things to be upset about and to write the newspaper about. Yeah. The fact that Marie Callender is going To whom away. it may concern, I wish to complain in the strongest possible terms. <laughs> and all of the very basic people, all they can think about is how happy they are that we're getting what? a Chick fil A up here. Because we don't have right. a Chick fil A in this whole high desert. So yeah, this, is, this is a big deal. You're getting a problematic chicken restaurant yeah <laughs> you'll probably have to wait in line for 45 minutes in the drive-thru yeah well this one this one's a uh this takes on a, a more national scope state of our nation um mm. what does it say about the state of our nation today that we have to have thousands of national guard troops in washington to protect our incoming president from the followers of our outgoing president Knowledge. It's a good question. It's really a good makes question. You, really yeah. makes really, you think. You know, it's it's worth exploring. Yeah. <laughs> Although it doesn't sound like the person wanted to explore. Perhaps they're genuine. No. They're like, seriously, I'm asking. Someone yeah, please like, tell me. Only writing <laughs> in a letter to it. the we'll editor. About just, what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> just asking questions. Right. This I just want to circle back real quickly to yeah. that Marie Callender's uh, letter. Yeah. Was that written by Sean Hannity? He's just going on a... <laughs> I love Olive Garden. <laughs> this is the letter, letter to the editor from a Mr. S. Hannity in regards to lifetime <laughs> pasta passes. <laughs> oh, they have delicious breadsticks and donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, do we ever find out if they have donuts? I don't think they have donuts. Do they, mm, okay, well, you continue. I'm going to research. <laughs> All right, here's here's the last one. This is this is a good one. This is from. Uh, yesterday's uh edition this is called stinker of the house uh oh oh <laughs> wait hang on hang on to, <laughs> to the tune of Where master of the it? house uh, wait you have a stinker of the house no, well no i i but i have something for this i just i have too many clips now i don't know where i put it ladies and um, gentlemen we got them <laughs> we have had good well-intentioned speakers of the house in the past such as democrat ooh, tip o'neill who, <laughs> who worked with president ronald reagan to accomplish legislative action we now have nancy quote palousy <laughs> oh yeah uh, um <laughs> who, who strived to undermine a conservative president from the day he entered office until his last day she even tore up the state of the union speech paperwork destroying government property <laughs> she is the seed of division and disunity and will thwart any of Biden's attempts for unity because of her disruptive management style I that don't is so <laughs> fickle. 
<laughs> she doesn't represent the people, just her own self-interest. Hold on to your hats as she balks at Biden's efforts only if Chuck Schumer, quote unquote, counsels her. That's what? what Nancy Pelosi's going to stand in the way of Joe Biden's unity is is uh, a <laughs> tremendous take, a hell of a take. Nancy, Whoa. actually, it's <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Nancy, yeah, I have no idea what that's about. Yeah, I'm only calling her Nancy Pelosi from now on. <laughs> All right, I have I have some follow up here. Uh, oh yeah, this is an article entitled "The Single Most Overpriced Item on Olive Garden's Menu," and it is. Uh, Italian donuts, uh, Zeppoli, apparently. <laughs> they really have them. Yeah. Um, apparently, if you got all the ingredients to make them at home, it would cost, uh, to make eight Zeppoli would cost $1.29. However, Olive Garden charges you six forty nine per order of Zeppoli. Holy crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's, donut. uh, yeah. Um, there's there a little... <laughs> recommended next up secrets that olive garden doesn't want you to know never ending pasta pass they had a norovirus outbreak tuscan cooking school is more like a summer camp rebranding made olive garden worse well that's true of everything yeah anyway um yeah so i guess they do have the donuts i guess i guess hannity was right that he's he goes there often he knows a lot about it he really i don't know why we didn't trust him we were wrong to doubt you sean I got some, uh, you know, some positive news. Oh, uh, <laughs> hmm. you heard about this uh, South Africa variant of the novel coronavirus COVID nineteen? Uh, I don't think I have actually. Tell well, tell me all about it. I just watched a video um, that uh, a, a big genomics guy interviewed, like uh, the guy in South Africa. You know, you had mm-hmm. two gene guys talking. And right. It was very sciency. It was very good. Do. I watched like this, like almost like an hour and a half. How long is this video? Let's see. I'm opening it up here. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I watched this hour and a half video, um, and I learned that uh, it's not good, um, <laughs> <laughs> folks. <laughs> an hour and a half. I learned. Oops. <laughs> oops. Uh, basically, the Uh-oh. South Africa variant's gonna basically it's going to overtake the uh UK variant as being the dominant one um yeah so here's yeah. here I actually this is a really good video it's in the show notes and I think it's a good video to watch if you really still you want to understand the coronavirus and kind of like how it actually works cuz this is the best explanation I've ever seen like mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. and it's not mediated through like a news outlet who doesn't have the science background, you know? So right. um, it's just straight science. So basically, you know, you've got this, you've seen the coronavirus. It's got these spike, these spikes on it, which are the spike proteins, right? <clears throat> and they connect to the ACE pathways in, in like lung cells, for instance. Um, the spikies latch on to these. So mm-hmm. um, what, what happened is this, this mutation in the South African variant added a second point of contact onto the spike. So now the spike is like a prong. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> but the second the second prong of this spike that it added also has the ability to adapt and shape shift on the fly. Mm. So it means it basically makes it immune to treatments that are based on blocking that connection. Mm. Um so like, you know, the a lot of the the 
treatments, not the not the vaccine, but like the, you know, people already have the coronavirus or that you can give them treatments that don't work against this. Right. Um, and the, the two points of connection effectively block antibodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it's theorized. Well, this should be fine because everyone's wearing masks um, and socially distancing, right? Yeah. They've also reobserved the reinfection of hospital workers. And oh, theorized yeah, that great. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you've already had the coronavirus and have antibodies, uh, that doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Like, I mean, there's not enough cases for them to know for sure, but that's what they're, they're thinking is the likely yeah. outcome. Well, yeah. Permanent COVID. We love it. <clears throat> yeah. And it, even if you stop the spread of this particular variant, studies are showing that, uh, this mutation is an inevitable development in the evolution of COVID-19. So they've done lab experiments where they, they do like a sp- coronavirus speed run by mm. just reproducing <laughs> <Any percent>. it. <laughs> yeah. Reproducing it in a lab and, and like, Every time awesome viruses done quick. <laughs> yeah. So like this is what the coronavirus will become. And yeah. that's why the stopping the spread is so important because right. it can't mutate if it can't replicate. Like every time it right. replicates, it has a chance to mutate. Um the more replications, the bigger chance. So um that's You'd rather that's like why, me, frankly. That's why getting the vac yeah, that's why getting the vaccine now is such a big deal because even if this vaccine doesn't stop a different variant, it it stops. It can help. It's current- not propagating. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So um, basically also it spreads super fast. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just not not bad. Not a not a good thing. And yeah, so not good. Very bad. <clears throat> the fact that, you know, Joe Biden is uh, yeah. his hundred day plan is to have a hundred million vaccinations which is um seeing how many vaccines are just being lost to like unplugged refrigerators and stuff yeah i'm not i I mean i do want to give some prop i haven't had any expectations about the biden presidency really but i do have to say the fact that they came in and uh I, i think the quote from biden was like this is a national emergency and we need to be acting as such is a nice change in tone. And he said um, it's going to get worse. Like he's not coming yeah. in and being like, all right, we did it. That's that's right. Good. They, that's they good seem signaling. to be doing. Yeah, they seem to be saying the right things. They did also say that they inherited a non-existent vaccination plan from the Trump administration, yeah. which was like cool. They basically the whole Operation Warp Speed thing. I basically was basically Trump, I guess, saying like, listen, we're not going to do some of the due diligence we usually do. And then, yeah, just, you know, go ahead. <laughs> Whoops! Basically, um, got it done faster by just not doing anything, which I feel like is very emblematic of the Trump administration. <laughs> part part of the problem is, is if we even uh, I I should have put the link in here, but even if we do a million vaccinations a day, um, we won't reach herd immunity by well into fall. And the yeah. problem with that is that that's when cold and flu season is, right? Um, so basically i'm saying stepping up vaccine manufacturing and we need to have like i don't know like on every street corner there should be like an easy up tent and you know a guy with a syringe the fact that i can get tamales easier right exactly yeah i don't what i don't want is taco trucks on every corner i want vaccination (laughs) tents 
maybe maybe, they could, maybe we can do both. Que no los dos. That's true. Well, that would, you know, listen, if you come and get your vaccine, uh, you know, we'll give you 50% off a taco, you know? On, it's great. On, on, on the other hand, in my local, um, so like there's a, there's a area, like it's like a, a um, old person's uh, retirement community in my town called mm-hmm. Jess Ranch. And there's mm-hmm. a little like marketplace, like a area with like a bunch of stores and commercial stuff right that right by there so that mm-hmm. the old people can like scoot scoot over to the Target and to the to the, you right. know, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Chipotle and what have you. Uh, the mask free event scheduled for Saturday at Jess Ranch Marketplace prompts that, extra security. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> So, um, a flyer for the two hour demonstration, which is billed as mask free shopping event is making the rounds on social media. It states that participants hope to start at the target store on the corner of bear Valley and apple Valley roads before continuing into other Jess ranch marketplace shops. A Facebook user who shared the flyer posted that the event's purpose is to quote, encourage people who want to be mask free, but may be afraid to take off their mask and to let business know that we will not tolerate discrimination for those of us who choose to live mask free, love to yeah. choose to live I, mask free. I do want to note th- this is like an unsanctioned event. You know, it's not like one of the stores is sponsoring it or whatever. This is like someone made a Facebook event that's like, we're all going to go to Target and take our masks off. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I, I don't suspect that that's going to go super well for them, but uh, it's scheduled. I mean, it's as of recording right now, it's 10 53 a.m. Saturday. This was supposed to start at 10. So I haven't mm. checked up to see what's going on, but uh, yeah, see if anyone's live streaming. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's just that's so that's what I'm we're doing. I'm curious to find out how many people ultimately show up for this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the I I hope not a lot. I yeah, really I, do. I hope as with these things in the past, it's like it ends up being sort of a dud because you know, well. Firstly, people who sign up for events on Facebook don't actually often go to them. That's a common problem. But uh, yeah, I don't know though. On the right, it's not as big as a problem, which yeah. is uh, something to think about. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, coronavirus, it's here to stay. Enjoy it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry to be a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Time for an ad. Time for an ad. Let me get the paper here. This is actually this is actually just a crazy bread wrapper. Mm. It smells it's a garlicky. For my, it's the bag my Olive Garden donuts came in. <laughs> um, so uh, this is an ad for coming up with a fake ad service. Yeah. Now we wouldn't uh, know anything about that because all of our ads are genuine, one hundred percent real. Right, but sometimes um, you know you go and you realize that you don't have an ad this week. You right. need an ad. Sometimes you have a podcast and you like to do a bit, you know, yeah. this is all theoretical. I want to be very clear. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have anything and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. What do I do? Well, yeah. this service will help you come up with a fake, fake ad. Yeah. Um, they do it using AI and machine learning, which are, uh, mm-hmm. I understand very hot right now. Um, yes. So, you yes. know, you just put in a few, you just put in, you know, I don't know, a few words it could be whatever your podcast is about or like, yeah your favorite rapper, you know, uh, I don't know, literally anything. And it'll, it'll generate an ad, a fake ad for you. The problem that that I'm realizing now reading this, uh, this information sheet is they literally didn't give us anywhere, any information on where to send people. 
Yeah, um, I don't think we even have the name of the service. So, yeah, and I don't again, know. That's, again, this hmm. is not this is not because we made this up. Let's right. be clear. We yeah. have real ads, but this right. is because uh, they failed. We have them. dozen of subscribers, uh, and so you know, <laughs> people are coming oh at gosh. us with all sorts of. I was ads. looking at our numbers, and that whole RSS fiasco. Is yeah. Bad. So to the That's, three of you I, listening to okay. this. Yeah, <laughs> those of you whose RSS feeds have updated, all three of you, <laughs> thank you for listening. All right, that's enough of this ad. I have nothing to do. It's Andrew, it's been such a weird week. I haven't slept. My yeah. brain is not working. Mm-hmm. I've been alternating between posting like 400 times a day and then just not even getting on online. Yeah. It's just... Well, we've got. Perhaps we should we should bring this down here. But you you uh, 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 expressed concern to me the other day that you you had taken the day off and you had not gotten anything done, <laughs> and you said that you felt bad about that. And I said, no, getting things done is uh, you know some striver nonsense. You know, it's we don't, you true. don't have to get things done. Yeah, yeah. and I Do, and doing I, doing work is uh, honestly you know uh, kind of show off you know activity. Uh, and I yeah. rejected. And I treated, and I wrote back, I'm going to become the slacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it made me remember that, like, there are all the points in my life where I was, like, the most happy I was being a slacker. Right. Yeah. It's because so, work like, is, and, is BS. <laughs> remember for a while in, like, the 90s and then again in the 2000s, it was, like, cool to be a slacker? Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, and then the but strivers now we have hustle culture. Came back. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to be, be to slacker culture. Like theology. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back to there. I'm trying. I'm trying my best, okay? Yeah, but not too hard cuz trying mm. too hard that would be try hard. Oh no. Wow. I see what I've done I here. think this perhaps we're stuck in a sort of vicious cycle where if we want to become slackers again, we'd have to try too hard and then we'd overcorrect. Oh no. We just have to, have to sort of let it happen, you know? It's a savage yeah. cycle. It is. You hate to see it. Cool. Anyway. Um, Something I also hated to see, the inauguration. We're talking about it, folks. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. And we did see it manifest. On, we did see on, it. On uh, this week. The day was, uh, what day was it? The 20th? What day of the week was that? I don't remember. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> okay. It was a it Wednesday. It is Wednesday, my dudes. It was the last um, day I went to work this week. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they had the inauguration, which is the sort of um, ridiculous pageantry they do when someone uh, gets to become president officially. Um, There's always ridiculous pageantry, but the problem is that considering what's actually happening in our world right now, the pageantry seemed felt extra extremely, like yeah, juche. It, it felt like. <laughs> Just right, like yeah. trying to convince us that everything's great in spite of the fact that we're like starving and dying and everything's terrible. So like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was it was yeah. it was surreal. It, um, it felt like a, a bit of a wake to me. Like uh <laughs> the last the last great party of American democracy, you know. Like yeah, it this was... is it, folks. This is our grad party, you know. We're gonna play Here's to the Night by Eve Six and then that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, uh, Charlotte Clymer had a real good comment that you put here in the show notes. She said, 
Hillary Clinton should be taking her second presidential oath today, and I will never let that go. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that thought. Now, of course, the big story, what has become a meme, was uh, good old Bernie right. uh, just sitting in a chair, cold, in his, in, his, uh, yeah, in his coat. Um, this has become a meme, and quite a lot of people are annoyed that this has become a meme, and they decided to post about it. Um, this, one, <laughs> this one person did a, a tweet, uh, like a rather long thread about it, um, but they said, uh, I'll admit the Bernie memes are funny, but his openly grumpy disposition during a very historic moment for women, and particularly women of color, speaks volumes to me. And then she Everybody had a series loves of... loves private health insurance industry. Ser- series of tweets after that that are just sort of, I don't know, you know, it, it's not worth it, reading. <laughs> no, it, you know, and, and sort of my 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 summary for this whole collection of tweets here about, um, you know, Bernie was being disrespectful or whatever is just I can't tell if it's deliberately misunderstanding to like make a point or what. But, you know, oh, I see you found the, the I was going to share this with you, but I forgot. I was yeah. going to ask if you'd seen the Michelle Obama um, Jedi meme yeah uh it's a it's a picture of michelle obama dressed as he was for the inauguration but she's had a uh lightsaber uh uh photoshopped in and the comment is just this beats the bernie meme and it's not even close and i just want to say incorrect (laughs) i don't know i don't know incorrect i think you kind of like miss the point of memes if you're like framing them as competitive with each other Mm mm-hmm like this is well, so if, I, if I may take a moment to clown on the guy who did this tweet, would you like please. his CV from his Twitter? Yes, yes, please. Senior digital advisor at Ossoff, as in John Ossoff's campaign, alum Project Lincoln, Mike 2020, NYC speaker Kojo. Oh, just a, a great collection of uh, campaigns to have worked on. <laughs> all of the, all of the greats. You know, I've been trying to give people more grace, but I don't think you have to give anyone who was involved in the Project Lincoln uh, operation any grace. They they no. made their bed. <laughs> oh, my chair. My chair. Uh, I like this uh. other one, too. Isn't it fitting how Bernie has gone viral for just sitting there doing nothing? <sighs> Do you understand that? There were, there were just a lot of tweets like this. I do have to mention here, you know, la- last week we talked about giving people grace. There was someone um, who tweeted a tweet like this, but then, uh, you know, later deleted it and apologized and said, yeah, that was a dumb tweet. I messed up. Um, yeah. And I was frustrated to find that people were still retweeting screenshots of their tweet. Um, and in fact, when someone said to one of the people that I saw retweeting the tweet said like, hey, she deleted that tweet. Maybe you should like delete yours. And they just replied, no, um, don't do that. Listen, we, we want be, to encourage people person. to admit and own up to their mistakes and you're not helping. Um, I, I applaud when someone says, oh, uh, this was a dumb tweet. My bad. And deletes it. I, yeah. Like we should give people like that. That People should get a lot of credit for that. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even know if I've done that. Like maybe I have. I don't right. know. Yeah, I, I applaud anyone who doesn't double down. You know, that's the thing. They followed Easter's so, law exactly, and and for that, uh, you know, you got to hand it to him. You got to hand it. You to do. Him. Speaking uh, of handing it to him, um, <laughs> did you see this? This I don't uh, from from yesterday. I think this was. I um, don't. I couldn't tell if it was like a troll. So, if it was serious. 
Right. Well, so so marquee uh, politician, consummate scholar Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, the QAnon representative, uh, uh, filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for what? Doesn't matter. It's that's not the point. Um, so then there was the hashtag impeach Biden now on Twitter. Um, oh, and, uh, yeah. uh, it was immediately taken over by K-pop stands, um, who just, you know, put it, the hashtag in their tweets about, about K-pop stuff. And, you know, honestly, uh, you got to hand it to the K-pop stands. They're like the shock troops of the posting wars. They just sort of parachute in when you need them the most. <laughs> it <laughs> is pretty down funny. suppressing fire. <laughs> It is pretty funny, like, because they just, they, this is organizing, like, they have the numbers. They did, there's an update on this Variety article, they did take some casualties, apparently some of their accounts got suspended because they used the hashtag, and, you know, um, that's just Twitter being dumb, but, you know, you know, Twitter's we thank them for their been, service. Twitter's uh, just been on one lately. They truly have, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, we read that whole j- series of Jack tweets last week that still is, you know, Bitcoin, folks, Bitcoin. <laughs> you're hearing it more and more uh anyway thank you k-pop stands we love you please keep doing your work (laughs) i guess there's uh you know i promise to say nothing bad about jungkook whomever that is (laughs) never never (laughs) um the wall street editorial page has been now i've noticed this because i i try to follow what they're talking about and it it's been very interesting to see their swing in mm. in, in the way they say they, they're they're covering oh, yeah. things um and and just you, you completely... can almost hear the tires screeching because they're like swerving so hard <laughs> switching yeah. gears and all that yeah and just like all completely ignoring the fact of trump having existed right like yeah that, they're that's just all pretending in the past. yeah mm-hmm. um and they, that's so just they're... the playbook now is to just you know you just loudly uh, proceed as though, you know, uh, none of that happened and you just go back to, you know, your usual playbook. But here. this uh, editorial, uh, Democrats won't agree not to break the filibuster rule in the Senate. This procedural radicalism won't be the political winner the party imagines. Which I just <laughs> want to say again, wrong. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> but also, like, it's not a like it's a rule in the sense that like it's one of the, well, it's not actually a rule, you know. Like, and the yeah. rules get changed all the time. It's not in the Pro- Constitution. Procedural radicalism is a really Proced- good, yeah. really good. I think that yeah. should be the the, the procedural show radicalism title. of saying a simple majority shall suffice, <laughs> which is procedural. literally true of everything else in this country, basically, except for you know the electoral college, I guess. But yeah. I love That's I love just, doing procedural radicalism. It won't be the political winner of the party man. It's just I, I I don't know about you, but I love when when um you know columnists and, and editorial writers like this just make these sort of assertions. And I feel like you should have to like it should be required that you have to like cite some sort of source or explain, ask, right? Just do a poll of Americans. And right. ask them, what do you think a filibuster rule is? I, I feel like you, it should just not be allowed <laughs> to make an assertion, you know, in this this bold of an assertion. This procedural radicalism won't be the political winner the party imagines. It's like, oh, word? Uh, how, <laughs> what, what are you, are you just saying that, huh? Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing with the Republicans is they can just say things, you know. They can't. They, get away they just get it. away with it. Yeah. Because we let them. Um, another another thing that we have to leave behind. I love how you've done such a good job at finding 
more and more bad Noahs. Yeah, this is, uh, we talked, you know, a couple weeks ago about uh, No Opinion, uh, whatever his last name is, I forget. Who is um, a coward who blocks me on Twitter. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, we have another disaffected Noah here. This is Noah Berlatsky in The Independent who says, Under Biden, it's time for Democrats to let go of Medicare for all. We literally have control of every House of Congress, uh, you know, and, 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 and the presidency. And they're like, no, now isn't the time. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, while Progressive took up M4A as a battle cry, others were less swayed. Who? There are two Who? other ways to enact a pro- progressive agenda that Biden should prioritize now and leave M4A to the future. This is always their argument. It's like, not now. We can't do it now. We need to do other things now, uh, and we can do that later. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't bother to read this article because I don't think I need <laughs> to. I don't think I'm going to just... learn anything from reading it. Um. That's my reply to, to Twitter, by the way, which now asks you if you want to read the article before retweeting it. I do not. No, I'm good. I do not. <laughs> and you shouldn't no. have to. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not. I also that's, like that's, that it's like we can only do like two things. And so one of the three things has to be put aside. It's like, no, we can do many things. It turns out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just it's not like, like Biden and it's not like Biden and Harris are literally the only two people in the executive branch. There are a lot of staffers like we can, you know. There are so many people working in government. We can work on several things at once. Yeah. But no, it's important that we set it aside. I just, I just hate the thing is like couching your arguments about why you don't want something Mm -hmm. in, in uh, a lie about it's not possible. Like just say, just be honest and be like, oh, I don't think it's good and I don't want it. But, but, but Aaron, others were less swayed. Others, others were less swayed. <laughs> yeah, it won't be a winner in the end. <laughs> yeah, they you were less. You have to listen to me. I'm important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All of this stuff is just breaking my brain, and it's kind of making me want to just. I've been thinking about this, and I don't know how committed I am, but I just mm. want to run it by you and run it by the listeners, all three of them. What mm. if we just start ironically standing Biden, like as a bit, like? Come on, man. Yeah, I, I remember. Well, when I was, he has some likable qualities. We decided we were going to change the world, and we did. <laughs> you know, he's just Give like me a break. Yeah, the I think it would be funny to turn him into a meme, mm, and right, and like I, I think maybe this is the direction I'm going to go. When I was a kid, my brother was really into the Los Angeles Lakers because they were a very good team. Um. Mm. And the fact that they were a very good team that everyone loved really made me mad. So I remember I became a Clippers fan, which is the other Los Angeles team, who was right. not good. Mm. <laughs> and, and everyone would be so confused about how I could like the Clippers because they suck. And I would just, <laughs> and I would just be like, they don't suck. They're the best team. You they're suck. Actually, they're actually the best team. Yeah. <laughs> and just like the fact that I would take this thing out of the, the realm of reality well, it's just was kind of fun. As we just talked about, it's taking the, you know, the ridiculous overconfident assertions and turning them back on, you know, themselves, yeah. basically. Be like, Actually, no, yeah. it's great. It's it, there are no yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's something I'm 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 stewing. Yeah. Uh maybe well, I, maybe you know, not. I've always I've always loved Joe Biden. I've always thought that he's great. So You yeah. know what? Thinking about it hasn't haven't we always, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Better than anybody else. Come on, man. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. 
Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing